Welcome to the Share Groupie Podcast, where we share ideas on how to help businesses grow and prosper in the online world. Join host, Chief Share Groupie, Claire Sandbrook, as she discusses her digital journey and how Share Group is helping thousands to keep their business flowing and growing. Here on the Share Groupie Podcast. Hello and welcome to the month of March in 2023. This month we're celebrating High Court enforcement. We're going back to our roots, our heritage as sheriffs, and we're going to be talking about everything to do with High Court enforcement because we can see there's a lot of you out there that are super interested in this topic. And why not? It's a terrific, uh, interesting topic to look at. And it certainly kept me engaged in the business for 43 years this year. I started in 1980 as an audio typist in the office of the Under Sheriff of Greater London. And from the moment that I joined Birchland Ruston, as it then was, I was intrigued by what enforcement meant. And of course, I've been fortunate enough to make a career out of being a sheriff and latterly a High Court enforcement officer. So we want to help you understand in this month of celebrating our heritage, really, what it means to be a high court enforcement officer, their powers when it comes to enforcing a court judgment. And we want to go back to the basics. So let's start with the basics. What are high court enforcement officers? Who are they? What is their role in enforcing court judgments? Well, actually, HCEOs or high court enforcement officers are authorised by the High Court of England and Wales, not Scotland, not Northern Ireland, just England and Wales, to enforce a range of legal judgments, including the collection of debts and the repossession of goods and property. And their role is to carry out the enforcement actions on behalf of the High Court and ensure that the judgment creditor or claimant gets back what is required under the court's order. So no pressure. (laughs) It's quite a tough role. It's an exacting role. Um, And it has always been that way all the way through my business career. um, Enforcement is very exacting. And to be honest, it's not for the faint hearted. Whether you're an agent on the ground or whether you're overseeing operations as I do, this has to be done right because it is for the leading court in the land. And of course, we take a lot of business on transfer from the county court. So the entire civil court system potentially um, could come through to the high court. There are a few um, ifs and buts around that. But you can understand our position as authorised high court enforcement officers. We're authorised by the Lord Chancellor and it's our job to get enforcement right. Sometimes it doesn't go right, I'll be honest. And when it doesn't, we have to put our hands up. We have to acknowledge that perhaps we did something that we shouldn't have done or we didn't follow a particularly statutory rule. The law in this area is still very much in flux. Uh, That's a good law school phrase, isn't it? But what that means is, is that regulations and a new framework came out in 2014 and they are still bedding down. And on the face of it, they look fairly simple. But due to judicial interpretation, 
and the interpretation that parties and agents put on that framework, um, it is still bedding down, being settled as to what certain terminologies mean. What did Parliament mean when it brought in these um, statutory powers? So it's an interesting area of law um, and uh, it's something that we continue to work on day by day. So um, what about entering private property? I hope if you're listening to this podcast, you have an interest in high court enforcement. Go and have a look at our YouTube channel, Share Group TV. You will see the Channel 4 TV show called The Bailiffs, which is two seasons worth of content around what about entering private property. This is us in action And the reason that I support these TV shows is because we can theorise about it. We can blog about it. um, We can, you know, have people on the phone talking about it. Creditors and debtors, claimants and defendants. And what the TV shows do is they throw a light on what we are doing um, when it comes to the enforcement of money judgments. We don't show any evictions in the TV show, but we do show the enforcement of money judgments. And I think... Through that, you can get a flavour of what high court enforcement agents are about. Um, So if you did meet them on an eviction, um, which is very difficult, very difficult situation, um, you would find them to be fair, straightforward, clear and decisive. If you're um, on the side of the writ that has the judgment or order, That's what you want from an enforcement service. If you're on the side of the judgment or order where you're the the person that's being enforced against, then what I would say to you is um, that you need to have an enforcement agent standing in front of you who is fair, straightforward, balanced and reasonable um, and will be assessing your situation as fairly as the law allows. And if you need time to get help or support from family members or from the local council or the Citizens Advice Bureau, they will be open to that. They will they will give you time to try and get your um, house in order or, you know, get yourself in a better position than you are at the time that they knock on the door. And this is very hard because every case turns on its own facts. No two writs are ever the same. There's similarities, of course, but each person's individual circumstances is different. And so we listen to everybody. We want to do the right thing. Um, We're driven by the claimant and the judgment creditor who want their money back or their property back. And so we're, we're doing a balancing act between the competing interests of the parties. So there's a little bit of insight for you from an authorised officer who is walking a tightrope most days to achieve that balance uh, between the parties. So what about entering private property? Well, um, through our agents, we can enter a private house to seize goods and assets belonging to a judgment debtor in order to recover a debt owed to the creditor. But we have to have a valid piece of paper, which is the writ of control or the writ of possession. And this is a piece of paper that Um, is quite important because it's been validated through a process with the High Court. If it's come on transfer from the County Court, again, 
certificates have been granted to confirm that the order in the county court is still in, in place and therefore a high court writ can be issued on that judgment. If it's a high court judgment or order itself, the high court will verify the existence of the judgment or order and then a writ will be issued. And that will then turn into a warrant, which will specify the type of enforcement action that must be taken and the property or properties that can be entered. Now, we have to follow, as you would appreciate, strict rules and procedures when entering private property, um, including providing proper identification and explaining the reason for the visit. And you can see the agents doing this in Call the Bailiffs. This is why these TV shows, I'm going to keep saying this throughout this this month, um, are very, very important because we are th shining a light on what we do. Um, you may not like it. You may not agree with it. But this is the law in action. And I think everybody should get an understanding of this, including judges themselves and court officials um, and policymakers and MPs, you know, who are making the law. They're making the rules. How does it actually work in practice? And I think it works well. I think it's an area of the English legal system in high court enforcement that works well. It's not perfect, um, but it does work efficiently. There are no backlogs um, and subject to the court transferring the paperwork, um, you can enforce whatever you've been given in your favour relatively quickly. So it's a it, it's a success story for government. Um, not that they ever say that, but it is. OK, now um, we can force entry to gain a, to gain entry to a property. Um, but we have to do it in, in certain ways. So we're not going to turn up at your doorstep and start trying to open your door. But we can, if we've already been inside your property, come back and force entry again. So, um, you know, we're always acting within the bounds of the law as to when we can force entry. Um, and we can take the car on the drive. We can seize the car on the drive and do a vehicle check on it, do a HP finance check on it, HPI finance check on it and make sure it belongs um, to the debtor, not the finance company. And we can leave notices explaining the reason for our visit and our intention to return. So I wouldn't, you know, again, you can see all this in the TV show. You can see the agents walking in through open doors, doors that have been left open, back doors that have been left open. Um, and people, of course, don't like it. And I fully understand that. So think about that in your own situation, um, because agents will try a handle. They will try and open a door if it's open and walk in. So um, we use agents, as you see in the TV show, to carry out the enforcement actions on our behalf. And they have we have to ensure that the agents follow the same rules as, as the officers, officers in a previous life were under sheriffs and I was an under sheriff in Surrey. Um, and I, in fact, I was the first woman under sheriff of a county, an English county for a thousand years. Can you believe that? Um, so I was under sheriff for Surrey. But in 2004, we changed to high court enforcement officers. And our job is to oversee the work of the enforcement agents 
who were formerly known as bailiffs, hence the name of the TV show called The Bailiffs. Our job is to oversee them and make sure that they follow the letter of the law and and that we basically are responsible. We're personally responsible for everything that is done in our name. So um, it's important to work with a, a reputable um, High Court Enforcement Officer. Now, I'm a, a past chair of the Professional Association, the High Court Enforcement Officers Association, and it's very unusual um, to find a High Court Enforcement Officer who is not deep into the framework of this statutory um, regulation and who doesn't understand and follow what is required by the Lord Chancellor, the Ministry of Justice and the court system generally. Um, what we do find is that we have to keep, you know, um, building up our agent community, our enforcement agent community, so that they work the same way as the authorised officers. Just over 50 High Court enforcement officers in the country um, and less than 10 percent of those are women. So we want to change that and we want to have a diverse and inclusive population of High Court enforcement officers and enforcement agents. And indeed, um, in called the bailiffs, we were able to demonstrate a, a diverse range of backgrounds in our um, community of enforcement professionals. The distinction between officer and agent is important because the officer has demonstrated um, a high level of education at, at law degree standard, which is similar to what they have in France. The agents um, are more vocational. Um, they have provided and gone through level two, level three training. Maybe they're on the way to level four training in their certification process, but they'll have to go to degree standard to get to become an authorised officer. So education wise, there's, there's, a, there's a bit of a difference between one or the, the other, but agents can become authorised officers and a number of them have. So we work with um, the community of judgment creditors and judgment claimants, many of whom are solicitors. That's our biggest sort of draw area. And we want to look after these professionals because obviously they're a gateway to obtaining more business. Um, but we also, interestingly, in Sher Group, look after what we call litigants in person. That's a, a legal phrase. It means somebody who's going through the litigation process, but who doesn't have um, a solicitor or an advisor. And in this day and age of money claims online and possession claims online, it's very important that litigants in person are supported in the enforcement process because they've gone to court, they've got their judgment or order, and they need to have a high court enforcement officer who is going to support them. And so our whole um, being really in Sher Group is to make it easy for professionals and non-professionals to come into Sher Group and to lodge their judgment or their order with us, speak to a friendly advisor and get a solution on what to do next. Um, if you compare that perhaps to going to the county court, trying to get the county court on the phone, trying to speak to an official at the county court. They can't come off the fence. They have to be so careful about what they say. Um, they've got to be completely impartial. 
We, on the other hand, as high court enforcement professionals, we are, yes, we're we're impartial and we're balanced in the enforcement of the of the judgment or order, but we can be commercial in how we take that judgment or order in to our businesses. So um, we look for um, accountants, solicitors, other professionals. We look for litigants in person and we look for them by putting our website out there on sharegroup.com and inviting people to come in and drop their judgment or order on our website, pay a fee and start the process. And what we offer, I think, is a friendly, helpful service through this bit of a minefield, right? Um, You've only got to look at Call the Bailiffs and you can see um, it's got its tricky bits and uh, people want to have their hand held. Even solicitors, quite senior solicitors, will ring us and say, what do you think about this? How would you go about this? And we give the advice um, and we, we work with our solicitor partners so that we get a good outcome for them. That we want to make them look like rock stars to their clients. Um, if we make them look good, then they look good with their clients. And then that, you know, obviously builds confidence in the Sher Group brand, which is important to us because we've spent a long time building Sher Group. Sher Group is 20 years old this year and we um, are celebrating that. We'll be celebrating that in July of this year. So um, if you want to learn more about high court enforcement, if you want to have a career in high court enforcement, um, if you're somebody that's been affected by high court enforcement and you didn't have a good experience or you want to get that off your chest, look, we're here for everybody. Um, and we, you know, we want to be the people that are listening um, to users and to stakeholders, people that are affected by high court enforcement. How is it working out for you and, and how can we help you more? to get the best from this system, because the reason that I do this work and again, I started as a young girl in the office. Um, what did I know about sheriffs and high court enforcement? I knew absolutely nothing, but I always wanted to be a lawyer. And so my my specialism has been enforcement. Um, and now I do a lot of other things as well. Um, and what got the what, you know, gave me the bug for it really was seeing happy creditors and happy um, claimants coming out of the court system with the right outcome, i.e. they'd gone to court, they'd gone through a lawful process, they'd obtained a judgment or order and what they wanted was that enforced efficiently and that's what high court enforcement is all about. You can you can say, well, you know, should it be that efficient or should it be that quick? I mean, sometimes it's not that quick, um, but that's what people go to the courts for. That's why we have litigation so that people can enforce those judgments or, or orders efficiently. They shouldn't have to wait. They shouldn't be left waiting for an answer, waiting to understand what's going to happen or worse still not being able to get through to a call centre, not being able to speak to somebody. Um, I can't say that our system is 100% perfect, but I would say it's 98% there in terms of service delivery. And we uh, we have our days, you know, when something goes wrong, like many businesses do. But you know what? We want to put it right. And I think that, you know, that that 
that DNA is in there from my principal 40 years ago. You know, he was a stickler for getting things right. I like to get things right. We want to get things right for you. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to me um, talk about a subject that I'm very passionate about. Um, the, 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 the passion hasn't dimmed after all these years. I still love the subject. I still think it's good for people in the court system. And of course, we've been so fortunate to have TV shows that have been able to do more than we could ever do in terms of education around this subject and get, you know, show you what high court enforcement means, good, bad or indifferent. There it is. Check out Share Group TV. Uh, there's a lot of good content on there. And um, we look forward to um, seeing you download this podcast. We look forward to talking to you um, and um, booking a meeting with you to come and talk to us about anything you see on our website. Have a great March, everyone. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening to the Share Groupie podcast. To join our Share Groupie community, subscribe by going to our website at www.sharegroup.com. Keep up with the latest Share Group news across all our main channels, including YouTube, LinkedIn, and across all social media. Stay connected and begin building more business relationships.